0: Hey, what is up, everybody? It is Flex Talk with the B-Man, Brian. We're here today to talk to you about the best in health and fitness, uh, the latest topics, and the topics that everybody wants to hear about. So today we're gonna talk about uh, meal planning, we're gonna talk about writing down the foods you eat, why it's important, and Brian's really gonna dive into all that. Let's talk about what you got going on today, Brian. What What are you sipping on over there right now?
1: Man, well, let me tell you, I just got in a great workout, did some great upper body today, I'm feeling the pump. I always describe it to people i feel like i look like arnold schwarzenegger right now probably in about 10 minutes from now it's all going to go away but i work super hard i chugging a nice protein shake right now i'm ready to go man i'm ready to talk about some health and fitness today that's awesome so are you a fan of writing down your foods and, and as it pertains to your
0: goals and do you feel like it's something that we need to do in order to get to our goals obviously we have our own perspective on these things but you know how do you feel you've been a client you've been Uh, You've been in the health and fitness industry for a while now. I mean, how do you feel about it? Do
1: you think it's important? Uh, 100% I do. I'm I'm a fanatic about it. Um, And if anybody ever wants to see my food journal, I'll show it to you. Um, I just have kind of a standard notebook that I use, and I'm a big proponent of just writing everything down that you eat. Um, It enables you to basically just measure things over time. You know, if you really think about it, um, let's say two, three weeks goes by, you're not losing the weight that you wanna lose, it gives you and your trainer the opportunity to go back. It gives you the chance to just review what you're eating. That allows you to make the adjustments. Now, if you're just randomly eating things every day, if you're not tracking it, there's really no way to figure out what the problem is. So, you know, I've, I've used this example before. Maybe you start with 2,000 calories, 2,300 calories a week, or a day, I should say, and that's not getting the job done. Well, maybe you need to lower the calories a little bit. Let's look where we can make some adjustments, et cetera. Um, and I'd, I'd actually be interested in asking you this, Lex. You are a trainer. You've been doing it successfully for a while you're a big proponent of that as well I believe right
0: absolutely there's no better way than to find out where you're going to than to see where you've been and you can't see where you've been if you haven't been logging your food Uh, so once you log your food you have a good idea of how much proteins how much fats how much carbohydrates how many calories in total you've been consuming and then from there you can dissect and figure out what you need to take out and what you can keep in and have a maintain a healthy lifestyle For everybody, I feel like it's a good starting point to start logging your food down so you can really take a dive into what your lifestyle has been like and how to make those adjustments to get to your goal weight or goal body type. So it really comes down to the food you're eating, 70% nutrition, 30% of what you do in activities in the gym. And uh, you got to build from that, but you can't build from that if you're just guessing all the time. So it's better to have uh, more facts than just guesswork, and uh, that's the best route to get to your goals.
1: Man, I couldn't agree with you more. And you know what? There might be some people listening right now uh, that are that are listening to me, listening to Lex, and you might be thinking. You know, that's too hardcore. Do I really need to be writing my food down? Come on, that's not a way to live. Let me, let me ask you guys something. If you're having that thought right now in your head that you think it's too extreme uh, to write things down, I mean, honestly, it dep- how important is your goal to you? If you want to get in shape, if you want to look the best you've ever looked, if you want to feel the best you've ever felt, if you want to prolong your life, if you want to look great, is it really asking too much? to just every single day write down what you ate that day so you can more effectively make adjustments going forward? I don't think so. That's gonna be one of those habits that are just gonna separate people from, you know, that get success and people that don't get success. Now, at the end of the day, are there people that succeed without writing their foods down? Sure, it, it happens, but why not just put yourself in the absolute best place, best position to succeed? Write some things down. You agree, Lex? Absolutely. Well, I mean, why not? It's probably the easiest thing that you can do other than lifting weights and
0: eating a salad every single day, right? Everybody has access to a smartphone. Everybody has access to these hundreds of apps that you could download to track your food. So one of the biggest ones that we use here is MyFitnessPal. It's easy. It's convenient. Uh, The premium feature has like a UPC uh, code scanner that you can uh, scan the foods you're eating. It has all the nutritional information right there for you and it just plugs into your diary. So they can't make these things any easier for you. Uh, they want you to get your goals. They're giving you the right tools to do it. Um, we're guiding you and leading you in the right direction. So you just have to do it. So hold yourself accountable, maintain that consistency throughout the week, and find out what you're eating, and you can keep yourself in that calorie deficit for you to get to your goals. So calorie deficit to lose weight, calorie surplus surplus to gain weight, and calorie maintenance to, for you to stay the same weight. So Figure that out with your trainer or your coach. There's tons of uh, information online, so it's really easy to do. Uh, The first step is just logging your food. You just got to want it.
1: Yeah, and I'm with you, man. I love that MyFitnessPal. I think it's fantastic. I've seen a lot of people having success with that over the years, just working in the fitness industry. I've used it myself. I think it's amazing. Um, And it really, it's a great way... To just take a look at each food you eat and really learn how many calories it has you know the example that i always give is you know when i'm in a bad mode of uh workout and eating and i'm not really tracking things i'll start eating like for instance a handful of peanuts here or there and i just think oh it's peanuts this can't be bad right but if i eat you know, 10 handfuls of peanuts throughout the day. That's a lot of calories that get added. And until you write that down and you actually see the impact that every one of those little decisions has to eat peanuts, just something as simple as that. It's crazy. And it's really an eye-opening thing. I'm with you, Lex. I think MyFitnessPal is great. I think um, upgrading to that premium feature is a really good idea. It's a great way to learn right. Is there anything that surprised you besides the peanuts that you were like, whoa, that is a ton
0: of fat or a ton of protein that you didn't really have an idea about?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'll be honest with you. It, this is my personal style. I, I'm, I'm a big proponent of writing everything down that I'm going to eat for the day because if I just start snacking here or there on little things like popcorn, like peanuts, little things that you just wouldn't think would add up. I'm always surprised by it. Popcorn's another big one for me. Uh, That's another example that I always give. Um, just those little snacks or you know maybe on every single meal if you start adding cheese or mayo to let's say a sandwich let's say you have like some whole grain bread a nice quality protein maybe some veggies you make a sandwich but then you put some mayo on there but you do that twice a day that adds a lot of calories it's just little decisions like that that I've noticed uh, catch me off guard absolutely
0: and you're hearing it firsthand this is client experience you're see hearing this stuff from somebody just like you out there trying to get to their goals. So it's not somebody, uh, Brian is not somebody who just, uh, it's a fly-by-night, I'm going to get to my goals. So he has struggles, he has successes, he has everything in between. Um, So it's good for you to share that information with people that are just like you. So it it, it is possible, you can do it, you just have to want it. So what are some of the excuses that you've heard throughout your whole uh, time in the fitness industry of people not wanting to do
1: it? Oh my gosh! I've heard I've heard every example, every excuse you can possibly <laughs> think of of why you know it's it's not the right time to start working out. It's not the right time to start eating. I don't have the time to go to the gym. I don't have the energy to go to the gym. I don't have the money. I don't have this. I don't have that. Listen, at the end of the day, I think Lex would agree with this. For you to live uh, just and have a wonderful quality of life and to have a. An extended great life your body and your health is the most important thing so in my opinion putting your resources towards that is gonna be the most important thing and if you've got kids if you've got family if you have got whatever it is you're gonna be a better mom you're gonna be a better dad you're gonna be a better brother if you are healthy if you are fit if you are strong it is worth your time to put all that effort in so when it comes to excuses for instance I don't have the time Find the time. I mean, think about it. You work out. What you, you sleep seven, eight hours a night. You've got that leaves you what sixteen other hours a day or so. Make it work. Find thirty minutes to hop on a treadmill. Find sixty minutes to get a workout in. Find a personal trainer that works out near you that that you can go work out with. That's the big one I hear, Lex. Is time. What, what would you say is the biggest excuse that you always come across? I just don't want to. It is <laughs> stupid. Yep. It is boring and it's stupid. And.
0: We really got to find a different way to look at this stuff because if we look at things in that negative light and we just don't want to do it because it's an inconvenience to our day or it's just stupid or it's dumb, then how serious are you about your goals? Yes, if you don't want to log your food on an app, sure. If you want to do it on a notebook or if you want to find some other way to do it that's going to work for you and your lifestyle, then find a way to do it. You don't necessarily have to download the app. There's other ways that you can make it happen, but got to change the mindset, got to be a little bit more positive about these tools that are out there for you to succeed. So just got to change the mindset, make it happen for you. And it's just something simple like that, because how you do anything is how you do everything. Okay, so you just got to take a look at it from that perspective and just make it work for you. A lot of times I hear um, moms saying that they just don't have time to eat healthy because of their children right? They're children. They go to school. They want to eat macaroni and cheese. They make dinner that's healthy, but they don't want that. They like to throw it on the wall, throw it on the floor, eat cereal instead, or eat candy, you know, those type of things. And it makes it hard for them to eat healthy. So what have you heard about that? Have you had any people that you've come across that said, Hey, my kids eat like crap. So I'm
1: going to eat like crap. I'm more likely to eat like crap. You know, what would you say to help them? Oh yeah, man. I've heard that so many times over the year and it's really, really simple. You know if, if your family isn't bought in to the the healthy eating lifestyle at the end of the day i'm sure they're at least going to support you on your journey so whether you're a dad whether you're a mom whatever the case is make yourself your own meal but still do a great job and make them them their meals whatever it is that they're going right. to eat even if they're not on the same page with you as the moment at the moment set the example for them and, and who knows maybe when they see how much better you start feeling, how much better you start looking, how much more energy you have. Maybe your kids or your husband or your wife are going to look at you and go, hey, maybe I want to give this a try. I want to try this healthy eating thing. Maybe I'm going to put this mac and cheese away in these, uh, you know, cheesy mashed Doubtful. potatoes. Doubtful.
0: <laughs> yeah Yeah, you're, yeah. That, that spinach, peanut butter, and jelly sandwich sounds really good right now, doesn't it, Brian? Oh, yes.
1: Oh, yes. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: try some of those things that Brian mentioned. Um, you know, there's, it's just trial and error. Find out what's going to work best for your family and find out what's going to work best for you. You got to put your goals ahead of uh, everybody else's needs at the time. So um, still want to take care of your family, of course, but, you know, understand that you have goals and you have um, options for you, too. So uh, understand that uh, all these things are going to come into play when you, um, you know, are are working towards something. There's challenges ahead and you just got to figure out a way to round them or, or jump over them.
1: Absolutely. And, and listen, we're not here to preach and say that this is going to be easy. This is hard. You know, I've, I've said it before. If, uh, I think it was Les Brown, who's one of a motivational speaker. He says, if it was easy, everybody would be skinny and happy and rich, right? It's very, very hard to dedicate yourself to be excellent at something and to want to do well and to put all your effort into achieving a goal. If it was easy, everybody would look great. So it's a challenge. It is not easy by any means. Right. But I think Lex would be, you know, in agreement with the fact that when you do do it and you commit yourself to it, there's no better feeling. You know, inspiring people around you, inspiring your kids, your husband, your wife, whatever the case is, it is worth the effort every single time. Right. And it comes down to consistency. That's something I've
0: been really pushing lately with my clients and uh, just on social media is just consistency. Being consistent with your workouts, being consistent with your uh, meal planning, being consistent with showing up, being consistent with effort. Everything comes down to consistency, right? Um, Being able to wake up early, not being late for work, um, being able to eat uh, the salad, one big old salad a day, being consistent with that. And Short term, it may not feel like it's paying off, but long term, if you remain consistent for a week or two weeks or three weeks, you're going to see those goals long term and you're going to be like, whoa, this is what consistency feels like. I'm looking at it right now and I just lost 10 pounds. So the feeling that you're going to have after three weeks of being consistent is worth so much more. Than saying no, I don't want to do this stuff. No, this is stupid. No, I don't have time for this things. Be consistent and be consistent throughout your life with everything you do, and you're going to
1: see these goals just explode for you. Man, this Lex guy's good. I don't know if anybody's out there looking for some personal training, you might want to consider this guy. Jeez, yeah, that's t- some good stuff, right Tony there, Tony Lex Robbins. They call <laughs> me. So, you know these things, you just feel them, right? Right? It's
0: just like with clients, you want to make sure that you. Um, Just approach different clients differently. Everybody has different mindsets. Everybody has different work schedules. Everybody's different in their own perspective. So you really have to adapt to their personality and find out what works best for them. So um, I want to help as many people as possible. And you just have to be able to listen and be able to offer a solution to their problems.
1: Absolutely. I'd be interested in asking you uh, this too, Lex. You, You obviously train a lot of people lots of different walks of life, men, women, kids, everybody from various backgrounds. How do you kind of make a decision with people in terms of like, you know, those goal setting? Let's say it just comes to just helping people with their meals. I'm sure some people come in here and they're just super type A personalities and they're like, I want you to just write down everything I should eat. And then I'm sure there's some people that are a little bit more nervous and maybe you take a different approach. What's kind of your philosophy with that in in how you assess people and, and how you start implementing, you know, changes for them? You just have to ask the right questions and allow them to speak on what's going
0: to motivate them. To Find out the reason why that they're working out. Find the reason why they want to get to these goals, and it's going to help encourage them to keep going, um, especially with logging foods, understanding why they can't log foods or why they feel like they can't do certain actions, um, whether that's at home or at, maybe work life is too busy or they have, their kids have way too many things going on. You really got to listen and find a solution that's going to help them. So everybody's different. There's no one person that's the same. You're not going to find one 35-year-old female or one 35-year-old male. They're going to have the exact same lifestyle. So finding out what works best for them and just rolling with that and uh, offering the solution the best you can. And it just comes down to being consistent with asking the right questions and then perhaps just revisiting that same question you know, six weeks from the, the day you talked to them about it before. Things may change, lifestyles may change, and you got to be ready to offer another solution from a different uh, timeline. Man, that's some golden... You're talking about perspectives and different client experiences. I have a client here with me that works with me um, exclusively here in Wisconsin um, when she's not uh, a winter bird out in Arizona, a row ghetto here, uh, is going to offer her perspective on writing down foods and meal planning and what's been the struggles and successes for her. Uh, Ro, can you offer your unique perspective on writing down foods? What's been str- the struggle for you and uh, you know what have you had success with and what are you still working on?
2: I hate writing down what I have to eat.
0: And why is that?
2: I don't want to be bothered. I'm on the go all the time, and um, I do a lot of it in my head. I keep it in my head what I ate, what I still can eat for the day. Um, I've heard a lot of feedback from people that have success using apps and writing things down, and it's something I haven't done or had the discipline to do.
0: And why do you think you lack the discipline to do it?
2: I'm busy. I'm on the go.
0: The same things Brian just mentioned earlier on the podcast of people that, that what they might say. Yes,
2: <laughs> absolutely. Brian was right on. Do you feel
0: like that's an excuse? Do you feel like you have actual time to do it, or why do you talk yourself into saying I'm too busy?
2: I think it's a matter of discipline. It's a matter of having a tool, taking the time and being conscientious
0: yeah it's just doing it right doing it yeah, you just have to do it so um, maybe
2: after this conversation I will be inspired by Brian and Lex to do it yeah
0: I mean it's good it's good for for people out there to understand that there's people like us and there's people like you who have struggles to do this stuff and who um, us as fitness fitness professionals really want the best for you and we always try to offer solutions in order for you to get to your goals uh, efficiently so the fact that you have trouble doing it is okay. We just gotta find a solution uh, to help you. So what do you think that might be able to help you? What What, what do you feel from your experience might be able to help you?
2: Well, you and I've talked recently, Lex, mm-hmm. about um, some people just do it. Some people are excited about exercising, some people get a high from it, and it, it's just part of who they are and what they do. Yeah. So if I could figure out how to tap into just making a part of who I am and what I do, I think it, it would make an impact. Uh, and I don't know what it is, the adrenaline that people get out of it. Right. Yeah, exercising right. and writing things down.
0: I think it's not, you know, just in my opinion, it's not really comparing yourself to the, that high. Because I work in the industry and I still don't get that high from running or working out sometimes. I have to really motivate myself to uh, find why I'm doing what I'm doing after 16 years of working this way. So, um, like everybody else, we all have our own, what's going to push us, our whys. So for you, you just got to figure out why this is all important and, uh, you know, what's going to help you push through week after week, even though sometimes you may not want to work out or log your food or eat the right things. It's a lot easier to eat the right, the wrong things than it is the right things. I'll tell you that. Cause it just tastes better um sure. so we just have to find what, what's going to motivate us for that day and uh, what's going to keep us consistent for that week
2: well i know my my big overall goal is to uh, live as long as i can as healthy as i can as mobile as i can and i know everything i need to know about food
0: tell our listeners how old you are and uh, you're, you're motivated <laughs> by exercise and how active you become since joining me at uh, my gym? Uh,
2: well, I am a very, very young 75-year-old. Yeah. And what motivates me is seeing Lex and seeing Brian and working <laughs> out with other people that have that enthusiasm. I, I, I try and come three times a week. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's an appointment. It's a commitment to be here and do it if i had to be on my own i probably wouldn't do it i i walk my dog every day for about 20 minutes and yeah i i want to stay as mobile and healthy as i can my mom lived till she was 97. awesome and that's that's my goal so what would you
0: what would you say to somebody who's um hesitant about starting a new fitness journey around uh, in, in the '70s or the '60s, who, who feel like you know I'm just too old to start, I'm, I'm too uh, inactive to start. What would you say?
2: Uh, it's worth it. When I started, I uh, I had just had knee surgery, and I was walking with a cane. I was walking with a walking stick, um, and and I was up in Door County recently, and I went on a hike. Yeah. Uh, and I could do it. I didn't even take a walking stick. That's so. Great. Uh, my, my strength has changed, my stability is better, and uh, yeah, I, I feel really good. So it's, it, it made a huge, huge difference, and I think we we're heading towards our, what, 200th session. Yeah, yeah. something like that. So, The yeah. balloons are on their way. The balloons are on the way, and, and I'm planning on continuing. Uh, when, I, when I go to Arizona, I'm gonna be working out three times a week also. Yeah. And when I come back, I'm coming back.
0: That's awesome. Good. Hopefully you find some inspiration with Ro's uh, welcoming story to, to her fitness journey. So, Brian, you've listened to both perspectives, uh, successful su- perspectives and what Ro has struggled with. Can you offer your perspective on what may be able to help her and, uh, you know, just from a, another client's perspective? What do you think?
1: Yeah, that's very, very cool hearing her. And by the way, Ro has fantastic energy. If you ever get a chance to meet Ro, she's awesome. Um, she's here consistently all the time, putting in the work, and I and I love to see that. Um As she <laughs> yeah. smiles with glee. Oh, she's loving all the compliments right now. Um, I would say one thing, and this kind of we've we've talked about this before, Lex, is number one, what is it that you want? You know, can you define exactly what it is that you're looking to achieve? A lot of people can't do that if you ask them what their goal is. So, you know, Ro seems like she has a specific goal in terms of longevity and and being as healthy as possible. And then the second thing is why. Why why do you want it? And and do you have a reason that is so powerful that that's the thing that's going to keep you consistent? So what is it that you're looking to do? And is your reason powerful enough to get you there? And just hearing you describe everything, it sounded like, you know, it's important to you, which is really, really good. Maybe, you know, one thing you could do is find some more reasons that are very emotional, that get you very emotionally invested, that you go man, I, I absolutely cannot miss going to the gym. I'm going to start writing my foods down. I'm going to take things to the next level. Maybe right now on a scale of 1 to 10, you're giving it a 6 or 7 out of 10 effort. But maybe you could go, what could I do if my goals are so important to me? I'm going to talk to Lex and I'm going to go up to a level 8 or a level 9. What's the next thing I could do? So having, I'm, I'm with Lex. Having that powerful why reason is, is going to be important.
2: I think I have that reason. Love it. I, I, um, uh, I want to be around as long as I can so that my son has his mother in his life. I have a 42-year-old son. He's an only child. His father passed away, and he and I have a great relationship, and I want to continue to be there for him. And that's really my soul speaking as to why I'm doing this.
1: So for everybody listening right now, that's power right there, right? Like you can tell she's being legitimately truthful with that. And what an amazing reason. And everybody has their own reasons. You know, that's Ro's reason, but your reason might be completely different. But I hope you could sense when she was talking the uh, the emotion there. And, and you can tell that's something that that drives her to come here all the time. So I appreciate you sharing that with us and can with I the audience. Can
2: share, share something else?
1: Uh, pl- please. Yes, you can.
2: So I re- so one of the things that i I recently um, was invited by my son to go on a trip, and he the reason he wants to take me on a trip is because he um, he's so proud of me because of all his friends' parents. I'm the one that seems to be the healthiest, and I laugh about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so we're gonna take a, a trip to Europe, and I told Lex that I have to be able to. Move about a 40-pound bag of luggage on my own because he said, my son said he can't be my porter. So I've been telling Lex, okay, I gotta, I gotta be able to lift 40 pounds, move that 40-pound luggage. So we started at what 10, mm-hmm. 10 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> then we got up to 20. So we'll, we'll nice. see. So that's, that's my funny goal. I have to be able to schlep my luggage around. Here. <laughs>
1: no that's fantastic those are some really really good goals those are some powerful reasons too so appreciate you sharing that I love that yeah so um, and I I think this has been very very helpful I feel like for anybody listening today um, we thought it was really really important to bring in here because we just want to give you some some client perspectives on you know people that are also trying to achieve their fitness goals This was really, really important. And hopefully by listening to her today, you're starting to think about some of the reasons that are important to you. Maybe you listened to our discussion today about writing food down and and journaling and keeping track of things and maybe you're so inspired today that you might go you know what it's time to start writing my food down i, I resonate with roe i want to be there for my kids when i'm that age i want to be mobile i want to be able to carry x amount of pounds when i'm hiking or when i'm walking so uh, we hope you guys found that as beneficial as we did i know i thought that was awesome absolutely
0: what a great day what a great podcast what a great guest in the b-man awesome so Do we have to pay roe for being on this or is
1: this free <laughs> Uh,
0: I think I have a few core powers. I have to All right, about, so. we'll give her
1: something. All right, because this is going to get a lot of
0: views.
2: Any one of those pina coladas.
0: <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to have more guests on, on the podcast uh, just to offer different perspectives on different topics we're speaking about. So stay tuned, stay invested, and stay healthy. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a good weekend, everybody.